Breaking my back just to know your name. I'm going to leave that part yet. Lonely Town, a killer's podcast. Jimmy and Derek are in the house, and we are in your earbuds right now, and or uh, however you're listening to this podcast. Breaking news, Jimmy. Breaking news. We were waiting for it, and it's arrived. Pull over the cars. The killers are going to do a hot fuss residency in Las Vegas, Nevada. At Caesar's uh, Coliseum, Caesar's Palace. And by the time you've heard this... The rumors are true. The rumors are true. If you go back a few weeks, though, we were talking about it. I think we broke the news then. That's kind of the problem with the podcast is me and Jimmy get together a couple times a month or, or thereabouts. And we try to just talk about everything. But sometimes, well, obviously it has happened. We can't talk about things that haven't already been announced before they happen. Except for the insider information. Except for the insider information. You guys had a Vegas residency uh, coming shortly is imminent. And now look, it's happened. But the problem is, once it happened, it pretty much sold out before we even got a chance to talk about it. Except for I'm in virtual line again today. So we'll see how that goes. But uh, let's. Well, if there's enough demand, they've got to add more shows. I mean, they got to. But the, the cool thing about this is uh, not only is it something coming close to us, it's in Las Vegas, it's the killer's. Show bets all four members back together again, and they, it feels so good. It feels nice that way. Giving me goosebumps here. <laughs> Goose flesh pimples. So we knew uh, there was something in the works. We always hear about these things that are going to happen. Sometimes things like this happen, and sometimes it just seems like it goes off into the ether. Of We had some really cool ideas of things we were going to do, and we never hear about them. But I think this is a good idea. I think it's uh, it's good for the fans. It's good for the band. I like that it's just in the one place. Everybody likes tours, don't get me wrong, and coming to your city and stuff. But it's nice for the band members to be able to be in one place, whether or not they're staying in Las Vegas or however they're doing it. Be with their families. They can be by themselves. They can go to a nice hotel suite. They can go to a house, wherever they're at. It's not on the road every night. It's not trying to catch up with what city you're in. You're not getting as... A lot of people are worried about Brandon's voice. I've, I've already seen things about adding these last couple shows and having three shows in a row about, oh, is Brandon's voice going to be able to hold up? Legitimate concern. But I think a lot of that without doing the travel and all that kind of a thing, it's got to help. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. I don't play <laughs> one on the podcast. But uh, initial thoughts, Jimmy, about the the announcement of these shows. Um and all all that goodness that we just I just I spewed at you. Well, I need I need your help understanding Vegas a little bit because I guess in my mind when I think of a residency, I think of me and my wife when we're retired, we go on a trip and we go to Vegas, and while we're there, we look at what shows are available and look. Oh, look, Wayne Newton is over at the whatever yo. <laughs> The Blasi Rio. Blasi Mirage. <laughs> and Celine Dion is over here. And then uh, this magician guy is over here. Uh, I know some good magicians. But then, you know, I I know that people like Adele and you 2 had haven't had like multiple years of performances in one place, in that, you know, one venue. But I just was under the impression that would be a residency would be longer. And I guess it depends on demand as how long you can do it and how long the, the all four members are able and willing to do it. Or didn't Celine have like a 
multiple year residency. I'm sure it was a much smaller theater to have to run that long, but yeah, any insight there? <laughs> well, well, traditionally, I think Celine might be that same theater that the killers were in. I'd have to double check, but she had yeah nightly performances. I think traditionally that was kind of the idea of like yeah Wayne Newton or even Elvis over at the Hilton or whoever would come in and they'd play you know three months worth of shows and it'd be uh, Tuesday Wednesday skip Thursday two shows on a Saturday Sunday matinee whatever something like that and they do a week where they have a block off. And then in the more modern era, even with Garth Brooks over at the Wynn, and I think he's been at Caesars now too, uh, they'd have, you know, a limited three-month run, but they'd come in multiple years. Or I think John Fogarty did one over at the Encore. I mean, everybody's doing them, but I think it's now kind of like with the Sphere and U2. And I'm trying to think, uh, Gwen Stefani was down at Planet Hollywood um, over at the, uh, what's that new one? Resorts World, they've had... Katy Perry, I think Luke Bryan. Uh, but they'll bring him in for a few months. Katy Perry was probably close to a year, though. I, Miranda Lambert's over. Anyways, they'll bring somebody in, but it's not necessarily... It used to be you'd go there because career was about over and people would come to Vegas, like you're saying, the old retirement tour, and let's go catch Wayne Newton, and uh, we'll go have lunch before, and he'll be done by dinner time, and, and we, we go home and, and go to bed or go gamble or whatever. But part of it, marketing campaign of like, how can we get people in here? So the casinos would get, these shows traditionally would start seven or, or nine-ish, you know, not too late. Get you in there. The shows are relatively kind of shorter. Um, traditionally to like, you're not going to get a three-hour set list. Yeah, you're going to get maybe an hour and a half uh, or or maybe two hours at the most. It's just kind of like a, a time allotment um, that the casinos will say. You know, in the contract, you have to perform for 90 minutes or, or whatever it is. And there's a clock. If you're ever on the stage, uh, you'll see a clock that actually counts the time for them. So I've been to a few shows out to Wendover where that's been mentioned by... I've been to some unique shows. But anyway, it's like, <laughs> oh, we got to keep going for uh, 15 more minutes. And, and then somebody will, like, be showing a camera. And they'll accidentally... You'll catch the camera. The, the, the Like, oh, this is... The best $20 I've ever spent to come out and have me a buffet and, and watch this guy perform. But anyways, I think in Vegas, it's more of a, uh, they just want to get people in there. So it works with Hot Fuss and with the, the Killers being from Vegas. I think that kind of sells it a little more. I don't think uh, the band probably wanted to do much more. I'm sure if they wanted to, Caesars would have them there for, you know, four to six months or whatever the demand is and probably do you know, three to four shows a week, uh, give or take. Uh, the, also, the venues are usually smaller uh, theaters. They're not like the T-Mobile Arena or some big amphitheater uh, where they're coming one night only and you fit 20,000, 30,000, whatever fans in. I think the Caesars is close to 4,000 seats, give or take. Uh, some of these smaller places. Um, I'm trying to think of who I recently saw. Anyways, uh, some of these are, you know, Really small, intimate venues. I think that kind of helps. Oh, I saw Aerosmith back before the pandemic at like the Park MGM. That's who I was trying to think of. I know I've seen ZZ Top. I've seen a few bands down in Las Vegas, I guess. Uh, but usually they're smaller venues. The residency is usually, traditionally they were there like for the retirement tour and they'd be there all winter long or, or whatever, six months, eight months, eight months at a time. But nowadays it's more you're high in demand and you don't want to travel a whole lot. 
uh, or you're close to the end of your, your reign of what, I don't know. It all depends on who you're talking about. Cause you can argue that some people are a lot more popular, but like Celine was there for years and she didn't need to go on tour. People would come to Vegas to see her and she'd make millions of dollars. Adele was making an insane amount of money. I think she was at Caesars as well. Uh, it might be the same theater. I'm not hundred percent sure, but it's kind of that same idea of I'll come and perform there. They'll pay me millions of dollars. I don't have to go on tour. And I can just, you know, stay in a suite at the end of the night and not have to deal with people. I don't know. <laughs> but the whole idea is to fly out on the weekend or weekdays and come back on Thursday or, or whatever. So it's kind of changed from what it traditionally was. Uh, I think this is more of a celebration. Uh, I guess they could have done one big show at like a, a bigger venue there. But I think this is a smaller intimate uh, type thing, probably going back to Hot Fuss's. When they started, it was a smaller, intimate crowd. Gives you kind of that same, as close as that feeling as you're going to get. They're not going to go do club shows. They're not very likely. And if they were to, you're not going to get in probably. So mm -hmm. that was a long way around to say, yep, Jimmy, that's, you're right. No, it's all good information. <laughs> I'm, yeah, that was my first thought is, I seem to be longer, but, and you know, it makes sense if this is, like you said, a celebration rather than this is them trying to figure a way to do a, a bunch of shows without having to tour or... I think it's probably an easier sell, especially to like uh, Mark and Dave, who traditionally haven't liked touring as much as uh, Ronnie and Brandon to say, hey, we're going to be in Vegas. It's going to be the same spot every night. You can sleep in the same bed every night if you want. Bring your family, come down, do the show and, and go. Uh, we're not going to be tour buses. We're not flying around. You're not going to be going town to town, city to city, having to do media, any of that. I think it's a lot easier to sell that way. And like we've said, I mean, it's celebrating what they've done. Well, we talked about when Rebel Diamonds came out and they did those little vignette type things. They're, they're all proud of. It's kind of a nostalgia play, I think, as far as it's been 20 years. Let's go show them that we still have it. And, you know, it's, it's a good way for a lot of uh, fans to be able to come to one location and the band not have to go to many locations. So. I think that way it's an easier sell. I don't know. Obviously, the details or the logistics payoffs, anything like that. But <laughs> I'd assume it, it was uh, beneficial for for all the members as well as as well as the fans. You know, you know what day it's going to be. You know what time it's going to be. It'll probably be pretty much a similar set list once that first one's announced, uh, give or take. Maybe a couple songs switch, but I wouldn't think too much of a. I don't know. That's just me guessing. And you know what you're getting, and you know what time you're going to get out of there, and you can go hit the craps table or go get you some hot crab legs at the buffet or, or whatever. And I, I'm guessing some people are going to do multiple days. But it was kind of a, not a surprise, but it seemed like they announced it, and it's on sale, and it's done. Like, it wasn't build up. It was just very, hey, here it is, go. Mm -hmm. Which, I don't know. That's better. Sometimes that's better than, than anticipation, and things don't work out like you think. Like if they said, we're going to do a residency in Las Vegas, more details to follow. And then everyone's like, oh, are they going to do the stratosphere? Oh, or not the stratosphere, <laughs> the the sphere? Or I bet they're going to do, you know, some great, they're going to play the Grand Canyon or whatever. That's like, oh, it's just at Caesars. Instead of like, hey, we're going to do this. It's at Caesars. Here's the dates. They go on sale uh, tomorrow. And everybody goes from there. So, Yeah, I guess by doing it the way they're doing it, they're, they're probably... The tickets are probably going a lot more. You know, if they spread it over three months, they wouldn't be able to charge as much because there would be a lot more tickets, a lot more options to see them. But 
Yeah, I was surprised, I guess, how how quickly they added two more shows. But also, I wonder if they'd plan to do it all along and just... They ended it on Friday and said, oh, this is the last day. And then, yeah, actually, actually they, they intended to play on Saturday all along. They knew it would help them sell tickets and, I don't know. Some of that might have been the casino. Uh, casino Caesars might want to know the demand, too, of, all right, you know, okay, you guys sell out for, you know, two weeks worth of shows uh, and... We'll leave this open, and if they do sell out or get to the certain sell-through rate, we'll open up these two more dates. And it could be a thing, too, where in the future, say this goes well, and these all go well, Caesars could come back in four to six months or, or whatever and say, hey, that was really successful. Would you guys be interested in doing another weekend or another block of shows? Um, I know that's happened with... Hot Fest 21st anniversary tour. Or just Hot Fest, or Killers in <laughs> Vegas, Caesars, you know, uh, residency type thing. I know... Pressure Machine... Which the anniversary? <laughs> yeah, residency. Yeah, we're gonna have that down at the uh, the uh, multi-purpose Ray, building. You're down Ray's at the cafe. The, the cafe, the cafe. We're gonna the fairground. Uh, what's that multi-purpose building at the fairgrounds in 20 years? Uh, book it. I think we had a bunch of things going to Nephi here about 20 years uh, a few episodes back, but it could be something where you know they're filling each other out, and Caesars could come back and say, "Hey, we want you guys to come do a block of shows. It might be in the summer or when." Tourism's down, and they're trying to get people in there. Uh, it could be throughout the year. Um, it's not unheard of if, if the killers are open to it. So uh, where they're kind of on a break, kind of not, that might be something that pops up. I know from time to time, if you're watching other performers that do these kind of Vegas residencies, uh, that does happen. Back for the summer, five shows only Adele, or Mariah Carey's in town for a weekend, or, or whatever, so... Uh, keep your eyes peeled. I, I don't know if they don't announce a lot more tour dates. I'd say that's a lot more likely. Obviously, if they're doing a Rebel Diamonds type tour and they're going uh, to your stadiums or arena tour, they're probably not going to take a week off and go to a smaller Vegas thing. But I guess you never know. I was kind of surprised that once it was announced, I got the general email. But I guess some people get the pre-sale codes attached to their emails and some don't. And I've had it before, and I've not had it before. I don't know what list or how you get on what list, because it will say victims, and I know they used to have that fan club, but I don't think that's actually current, and I don't think uh, anybody's running it. So I guess I don't know how you know what list you're on. Uh, you run over, and there's a mad dash of people wanting to buy codes and get codes, and don't give out codes because people out them, and uh, so on and so forth, but... I'll tell you, these uh, codes aren't like rocket science. I, I cracked the code, <laughs> I guessed, and got tickets for uh, the Friday show. The last Friday, I thought that was going to be the last day, so I thought I'll be there for the end. Because you kind of prepared to go into the, the virtual line and figure all this out. Well, I'll got, give me a shot of the night. I don't know. <laughs> that would be fun to do. And then I get there, and I'm like, oh, you need a pre-sale code. And so, I, you know, there's a few guesses. I, I cracked it within a few. Because... Ticketmaster is getting lazier or something. I don't know. <laughs> the next day, a work break, and there was like Brooks and Dunn are coming to, to here in, in Utah. And I was looking at some of the, the ones that were announced, and they were on pre-sale. And I was like, well, let me see. I guess I guess those two. So maybe I'm just a savant, or uh, I should be working for the uh, the the Pentagon cracking uh, intelligence codes. <laughs> maybe they're just way uh, easy and, and lazy or breaking anymore. But anyway... So I got through there, and I'm like, well, what day do I want, you know, because you have to go get your, your virtual. And I thought, well, everyone's going to be going for that first day, because it's like the first opening show. I thought, I want to be there for the closing show, 
Because you never know. Like, sometimes they bring out special guests. Celine might join them on stage. Here's here, Celine, uh, Garth, and uh, John Fogarty all to sing uh, Jenny Was a Friend of Mine. You know, they're in Vegas. You never know. Ryan Hardy. Who knows who might show up? Because I've seen a lot of people online are kind of getting excited about this. So I, I went in and, and I got these tickets. And I got pretty good tickets for a pretty good person. I thought it did pretty good for myself. I mean, I'm not down on GA. I'm not lining up. Uh, with our friends, hours, hours, hours before you the show. You did the virtual queue. You I did the virtual. The real one. I might say hi, though, because I thought, no, yeah, it might be fun, and some people might be getting together and stuff. I might go, say, you know, well, if I'm invited, I might come by. Who knows? I went back out. I thought, well, I'm going to already be there that Friday. Maybe I'll go see what's going on that week. I think it was Wednesday. I could come down Wednesday. or So I kind of went to explore, and some of those lines, Jimmy, were thousands of people deep. And I thought, well, this is a lot more demand than that I even expected. Just for the free pro. Yeah, this is just the pre-sale. So I don't even know that once it got to the regular sale. What and it only holds 4,000? I think it was 4,000, give or take, probably a few hundred in there. I know also sometimes the casinos will save a block of tickets for uh, the, the big high rollers that come in that, you know, they say, oh, I'll give you tickets to the, the killers if you guys want to come in on this weekend and spend thousands of dollars. We'll... We'll put you right up front or these VIP tickets. You know this because you've gotten those invitations, don't once, you? Once again, I've been to some <laughs> great shows out to Wendover with uh, with uh, B-listers that nobody would, would on this show. I wouldn't ever admit I went to solve, but time to time I get offers for things. Never, I'm not on the Caesars Killers list. I can guarantee you that. If those VIP type people don't take them or don't want them or just say, no, I'm just here to gamble or I'd rather go see whoever's down the road, those will get released back to the public too. So keep an eye on that if you're in the area or if you're wanting to go and you can get tickets. Uh, you know, a couple of days before the show, uh, sometimes those things get released and you might be able to pick up, you know, a couple of tickets. There might just be singles. There might be uh, multiple, just depending on comp value and, and who the casinos want to uh, bring in. And should be a fun experience. I'm looking forward to it. Did see the hot fuss the first time around. Uh, we had the opportunity, I remember being invited to go up to that uh, show with um, some friends. That first show, I forget, where was that at? That hot hot fuss, but it was that, that really hot venue that... Kingsbury Hall? Oh, no, the original one. Yeah, the original. Yeah, that was was a lo-fi cafe. Lo-fi cafe. So I was invited to go to that show, and I didn't go for whatever reason. But I'm guessing it would have been quite the experience now if i went i'd have the stories to, to talk about it and i'd sound a lot more uh cool to these people that listen to us and it's just these guys that try to sound relevant because they grew up in nephi and don't know what they're talking about but if i said i was at the lo-fi cafe show well i'd have some street cred i never saw the hot fuss tour uh to be able to go see it in vegas uh, i don't know what the set list what it will be we were talking a little bit beforehand uh before we started recording guessing it's going to be close to just playing the, the album and then maybe a couple songs. Uh, you're talking about something with the Samstown show. But I, I, if you're if you're coming to hear all the deepest hits, I don't know that that's going to happen. I'm I'm really crossing my fingers I get to hear Andy. Andy, you're a star live. Sounds like you all. I'm not thinking they're going to throw that one in the repertoire uh, much down the road. <laughs> so I don't know. How many more chances to hear that one? Yeah, so any, any thoughts about any of that? Uh, well, I feel like I went on a I tried there. Well, the some of the questions or concerns I see online, mostly Reddit, are people in the UK saying, "What about us? Are we going to get something?" 
like a hot first show, you know, they've announced some, some stuff, but, you know, it's the typical festivals and stuff that I'm guessing they're not going to play hot first front to back. I think there's kind of the sentiment that, hey, remember how we helped you guys make it big? We would love a hot fuss. What do they do? Show. Um, they're doing some shows over there. Yeah. Is it the O2 or maybe they're not smaller venues? I thought they were doing Yeah, they've announced they've announced some, but I don't think they're they've been ticketed or billed as as Samstown or not Samstown as hot fuss shows like these the ones in Vegas. I guess you never know. So while they're over there, maybe I mean the other thing is that his interview with Zach Lowe a couple weeks ago. Apparently Zach was looking at this list of places they were gonna they were planning to play and commented on how some how small some of them were. And I don't think anyone feels like those shows have been announced yet. And I'm guessing I guess the question is, are those gonna be what well, shows where they play hot fuss? Are those gonna be shows where all four band members are, are there? I'm guessing Maybe yes on the hot fuss, probably no on all the members. Yeah, I'm guessing all the members aren't going to go over to the UK and play uh, any sort of residency. That would be surprising. Yeah, if they do a Royal Albert Hall 10-show residency, I guess I could see that happening. But We're buying our tickets, Jimmy. If that happens, we're, we're, boarding, the, we're boarding the bird. <laughs> Those would be pretty cool shows to go to. I, yeah, I don't know the setup of the England and the UK, obviously, and not really familiar with the venues over there i'm guessing i mean we know all the big ones like we've heard wembley and, and like you said prince albert hall all like is it the royal albert hall yeah i don't even know <laughs> prince but, albert and the can Derek. We, we've heard all the, those but we don't know the little like uh is there like a, a caesar's type four thousand venue that could hold a residency i'm sure there's there's clubs and that kind of thing but where did they start off? Are they going to go do a bunch of club shows in the UK? I don't, I don't know. I'd be surprised to see it, but I guess you never know. If that happens, you better get that that pre-sale line pretty fast because those tickets aren't going to last long. But I mean, also Vegas is made for this a little bit more than than other places. It's built to have a lot of people come to town. There's plenty of hotels, accommodations. They got the infrastructure and the venue there that you can get people in and out fast and. It's just kind of built for it, where nowhere else in the world is really, I would say, prepared for that kind of a thing. So, and, and you know, they got the Vegas roots, but the only downside is if you're there in Vegas and don't know what you're going to do, and you're having to choose between the Killers and Chris Angel Mind Freak. I mean, which one do you choose? What do you do? Uh, what you do is you split the difference <laughs> and you see the next day because you have to have that mind. Now, freak. There, there you go. I uh, gotta figure it out. I haven't been to Chris Angel, but. I saw his TV show a time or two. Also, also likes the goth makeup. I don't know. I'm not going to disparage Chris Angel. He might listen to the show, and then uh, when I do go down there, he won't pull me out of the audience to do illusions with him, which would be very sad. Well, one thing I've noticed from, you know, I, I go to a concert or two every now and again, and I try to keep tabs on who's coming to Salt Lake and to Utah, and I've just noticed this year, 2024, it is packed. There are... Bands coming out of the woodwork, doing 10-year anniversary shows, um, all kinds of tours, all kinds of uh, groups coming together. You saw in our amphitheater just changed names, and they've got a stacked list of, of people we got. I mean, I've just been amazed, but, you know, with all these these anniversary shows, I mean, there's one, one I think the When We Were Young Festival 
this year there's like 20 bands that are all playing albums that came out 10 years ago or 20 i don't know they're all like the same style of let's play as, as an old record back to front or brand back together play some music and so when i see those and some of the i guess the level and durability of some of those bands i see just how hot this hot fuss tour is because hot fuss is bigger than all those albums and the killers have outlasted all those bands and have built their name like none of these others that that i follow or bands that i liked 10 years ago so but there yeah there's a lot to choose from and i mean i was just looking up what year did Samstown come out? 2006. It's crazy. They could be doing a Samstown 20-year anniversary tour in two years. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what sticks with them if they enjoy this type of yeah of nostalgia and playing and having a concert be just an album front to back. And it's very possible. I think uh, nostalgia is a, a a good drug. It is like a time machine. I'm sure uh, going to the show and feeling like you're in your 20s again. And which drug is it like, Derek? <laughs> No, not been <laughs> I, I never watched Chris Angel. I had my mind freaked, Jimmy. I hear it's like a heroin or what was that? Hillily heroin, maybe. I don't know. Uh, but Garth Brooks in Las Vegas are like hillbilly heroin. There's probably some available if you if you go the right door or something. I don't know where I was going there. Oh, nostalgia was quite the drug. Yeah, a lot of these bands. I think part of it is the pandemic kind of uh, put on. I don't know. It was kind of a weird thing where all that went down. Uh, another thing is album sales and, and streams aren't really the way to make money. It used to be back in the good old days. You'd put out an album, and that's where you made all your money. And you'd go on tour just for something to do, more or less. Uh, that's flipped now. They make The bands make money on tour. You can get any song and hear any album that you ever want to uh, at any time, basically, for, for free or next to free with Spotify and Apple Music and uh, YouTube and all that kind of stuff. So I think once uh, something streams, you get like a fraction of a penny, depending on who you are. It's it's not a whole lot, and it adds up not to be a whole lot. I think it was Weird Al I saw the other day. <laughs> and he was talking about, it was something to do with his movie that came out, and he won an award. His streams had went up quite a bit on, I think it was Spotify. It might have been one of the other. He said he made a few hundred dollars or something off the royalties from from that after that bump. So, you know, you could play Hot Fuss front to back all day long for, for years, and all of us could, and, and they're not going to make the money that they made that first week of the release, even before it was well known. I think a lot of these nostalgia-type tours and, and playing the albums is a good way for uh, bands that might have been forgotten uh, more than the Killers to say, "Hey, remember us? We we still need money. We still yeah. got still got bills to pay." Uh, but with the Killers, it's a good way to get the band back together. You're paying uh, to go see guys. Obviously, the show's going to be probably a little more sustained. I don't know what the word is. Brandon's going to be a lot better performer than I don't think he's just going to go out and sit on stage and sing the song, looking down at his feet and the keyboard. I think it'll be a lot more like. Uh, the Brandon that we've known recently of, of running around performing these shows for for that, that might be worth the ticket alone to see him perform and uh, put some theatrics behind some of these songs that we haven't seen him play live in, in years, and who knows what that might turn into. So I'm guessing there'll probably be some confetti and, and that kind of stuff. I don't know, though. I don't know what Caesar's policy is on any of that, but I'm guessing it's going to be a little more of a show and a Vegas-style show of that. But I uh, guess guess point of my story is... Uh, it's a good thing for music fans if you like live music because, uh, like Jimmy's saying, a lot of these bands are going on tour because that's 
how they make money now. So uh, go support them wherever you're at. Go look at who's coming in concert because you might be surprised. I was I was surprised with who's coming. This yeah, summer. there's so many that it's like you're having to choose. Who's your favorite? Before kid? it was like, oh yeah, that one's obvious because it was way better than all the other shows. But this time it's yeah, it's a struggle to pick. Good good time to be a music fan, and it's a good time to be a Killers fan. I don't know. Maybe Samstown they do something like this. Maybe they they go back to Samstown. Maybe they don't. Wait and see. By that point, we're talking about a branded solo record, possibly. You know, everybody's back together. Maybe they have their own record. Who knows, Jimmy? It's uh, the sky is the limit, and there's Rebel Diamonds up there. So, if you like uh, doing nostalgic drugs with with me or Jimmy, put in your music and and come down to the. I don't know. I was trying to go somewhere with that that never came together, but. Yeah, if you're going to go to the to the the tour, let us know. Let us know what days you're going. I've already had a few people, uh, past guests, reach out and, and ask if, if we're going and and what nights and what days. And are you are you going to try to do it at all, Jimmy? I'm I'm going to be there that Friday. Was going to be the last Friday, but now it's not. And I might try to stay for. I might try to do Saturday. I'm, I'm going back and forth. I'm in line right now on the wait time. So, I to be determined on that. Yeah, I'd like to. I. I I struggled planning that far in advance, but you have to 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 get tickets at a decent price. So I'll have to decide. But yeah, for right now I I don't I'm not in line. So it tells you. But maybe I'll snag you some. Yeah, that would be that would be awesome. To, I guess I can say what it's in August, is. right? Like yeah, end, end of August, beginning of September. So I I I'll tell everybody the code that I cracked because it's well by the time they've heard this, everything's <laughs> been sold. So I'm not gonna be like uh, stoned or. Or yell that, and that can go back. You still fight. <laughs> here was here was that. You might get stoned either way, Derek. I, I might. <laughs> well, it's legal there, though, so it's a whole, whole different story. Um, now everyone's gonna think I'm a big drug. <laughs> everyone's gonna think I'm just hanging out, stoned in the parking lot. Uh, a burnout, they'll call me. They uh, that took my mind somewhere else. What was I saying? <laughs> this the code. Oh, the code. So I went on there. This might be because I, I go to a lot of the wrestling events, as we've talked about a little bit there. But their codes are always like WWE SLC or something like that. So I can't remember. There was another code not that long ago for something we went to that was pretty like generic like that, too. So I went and I was like, well, it's going to be Killers 20 or Caesars, you know, something like that. So I tried a couple of those and then I thought, oh, you're overthinking this one, boy. <laughs> Hot Fuss 20, Jimmy. That was the code. Hot Fuss 20. I think Hot Fuss also worked. Who'd have thunk it? So uh, if you're looking for the Brooks and Dunn, the reboot tour, it was just reboot. That was the, that was the code. So if you're trying to get Killers tickets, wherever you live, Killers UK or, you know, Hot Fuss 20. Like, these are usually the codes. <laughs> if you've listened this far, you deserve to hear it. If you're into any other thing, it's probably uh, like... Chili Peppers SLC. I, the scalpers probably figured it out before you even got the email. So yeah, I, and, <laughs> and you know the the emails are usually pretty generic, and uh, I think the codes. I mean, they're I don't know. Is there an exclusive pre-sale? Pre-sale? Maybe. If you're a high roller and uh, you like spend thousands of dollars gambling, I would suggest that you just go down and have you a great weekend. And at the end of the weekend, you say, "Hey, I'd like to go to that killer show," and maybe who knows. You might just be a grandfather. They might want you back, especially if you win a lot of money. They want you to come back, and uh, and you might get free tickets. So 
There's a there's a way. There's free tickets and and uh, promo codes right there, Jimmy. Who else is doing that? Backstage passes. Who else is doing that for these people? Yeah, if you spend enough money, I guarantee. If you spend enough money in the casino, I don't know what that dollar figure is. There is a limit to where you could go meet the killers. There is a that is definitely an option. So if that's your lifelong goal. I'd say you drain that four hundred one k. Go take some tutorial classes about playing. Uh, blackjack, probably perfect strategy, or, or maybe some craps in there. Probably your best odds for long term. Um, you know, just to get the most bang for your buck. Obviously, the house has the advantage and will eventually win over time. But you might get on a hot streak, and if you're just doing it to beat the killers, to where you're spending a couple hundred thousand dollars, and maybe you have a hot streak and make it up to to double that. Who knows, Jimmy? Who knows? Yeah, if the t- the tutorials you find don't work. I got the phone numbers of a couple of people who can give you some pretty pretty good strategies, I'm sure. Or maybe you lose it all, but at the end you say, I'd really like to meet the killers. I just lost $300,000. Can, can we arrange something? And, you know, depending on the mood that day, maybe it's one of those Wednesday shows that aren't as uh, popular as a weekend and, and you get to come back and, and meet meet the boys. Who knows? Some of that was just, uh, just trying me and Jimmy have fun. Some of it was serious. You figure out which is which. <laughs> You got you got anything else to add for the fine folks? Nope, just get get in line, and get your tickets because it's it's a ways out, but they're selling fast. So I gotta add one more thing. We have people listening, and sometimes you're on top of it. Sometimes you're not. Sometimes you listen weeks after we put it out. Sometimes it's it's uh, right the day of. We appreciate you all the same, and if you made it this far, we really do appreciate you because it shows that you'll listen to me and Jimmy talk about who knows what weird stuff intermingled with. You know, some killers, news and notes. Uh, reviews. This is where I hit you up for reviews. We we got a lot more downloads and a lot more listeners than we have reviews. And I don't know why that is. But we'd appreciate it if you'd go give us a, a glowing review and a follow or whatever. At wherever you're listening to this, a, a subscription. And the reason I ask this is because we try to get some good guests. And we've got some really good guests. Uh, but one of the things that usually comes up when I say, hey, you want to come be on our show? A lot of times, the first question is, sure. How many people download the show? Or, hey, what's your audience like? Or whatever. And I can give up some numbers and figures. And sometimes they say, oh, I thought it'd be more than that. Or sometimes they say, oh, that's great. Or sometimes they just go and look and see that you have 33 reviews over on Apple and say, well, I, I don't, you know, I thought this was a bigger show than that. I'm not saying this for me and Jimmy's ego's sake, although it does help. If you go give us a, a review, steal somebody's tablet. If you're not an Apple person and your your cousin is, if you could just give us a review, it helps when we try to get guests. It helps us in algorithms. It helps us find listeners, all that kind of good thing. But we're, we're going after some big fish, and we're trying to get some good guests on. And we've got some really good guests, and I've been surprised at some of the guests we've got and people that we're always talking to and lining up. But it does help if we say it makes us look more legitimate. Now, you guys are listening to know that we're not and that we're uh, uh, semi-professional at best. But when we bring on people, it just helps with everything algorithm-wise. Oh, yeah, I've heard of the show. But it also helps when we try to get guests for them to say, oh, yeah, these guys are, are for real. It's not a couple of kids down in the basement. We're upstairs, dang it, in an office building. <laughs> so if you can do that, I still have the, the Sam's Town chip, and I have a chip from the T-Mobile Arena, Jimmy, from when that opened, they had a commemorative chip with the uh, Killers and Wayne Newton. I think it was Wayne Newton. I, I'll give one of those away too. It's a it's a blue one. It's a lot more rare to find, 
But I found some the other day when I was going through some things. I found my victim's card. I had my numbers down. I got two of them, but I didn't write down my numbers like 1,034 or something. It wasn't anything real, real neat. It wasn't 007 or, or two for going back to our Sam's interview. So if you can do any of those things, it all helps. Uh, we will give away stuff. I do like to give away stuff. I don't say this because I don't appreciate the people who listen. We got some of the best listeners and, and people around. The Killers fans are really uh, a great group as far as people that, uh, victims, whatever you want to call yourselves. As far as accepting me, Jimmy came from out of nowhere and started a podcast a couple of years ago. and Two and a half years ago. Two and a half years ago. But we've been received and welcomed in to this tight group of people that would go to all these shows together. And it was like, you know, a who's who of uh, your, what are your credentials and how how verified are you or are you cool enough? And I'm grateful for that. So I'm not trying to say, I don't want it to come across as like uh, being dismissive or not thankful for the listeners and people that we have, but in order to do and get some of the guests and things that we're trying to do, it would sure help. So if you're going to Hot Fuss Tour, hit us up and maybe we'll go get a sandwich together. And uh, and uh, if you could give us a review and a like or subscribe or share or any of those things, it all helps tremendously. And that's all I got to say about that. Jimmy, you got any words of wisdom to add now that I feel like I've just been talking this whole show? You know, I'm looking forward to, to hearing how the shows go. I'm li- I can't wait to find out what he's going to say about in the intro to Andy, you star and some of these other songs that uh, we've talked about and we've told said what we mean. Sometimes he'll get up and tell some stories that... Um, you know, we'll definitely be talking about it in, in uh, September, so excited for that. Well, I guess that's another episode down from Only Town. <laughs> <laughs>